Yeah, you already recording good. Yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Ricky Grove, and you are listening to the And Now for Something Completely Machinima podcast. This is our fourth uh, podcast for January, our third season. Congratulations, everyone. Uh, and I'd like to greet my uh, uh, commenters and uh, friends, Tracy Harwood, Phil Rice, and Damian Valentine. Uh, we're looking at uh, film picks that each of us uh, chose. And uh, this week, we're looking at Damien's pick. Uh, it's called So I Tried to Take a Holiday, and it's by Bombastic. Damien, why don't you tell us about it? Um, well, it's a big surprise. This is a Star Wars film. <laughs> but it's oh, not made with... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it couldn't have been your last 27 picks. <laughs> well, a big change is that it's not one of those uh, unreal ones that we've seen a lot of. Um, a few months back, I picked this short as a little bonus video uh, made with the Lego Sk Star Wars Skywalker Saga video game. And it was just like a, a one minute sort of joke video. So this month, I thought, I wonder if anyone else has made anything with that game. And I came across Bombastic's channel and there's uh, quite a few. And I, I can't say I've watched every single one yet, but um, this is one of the first few I watched. And this is the one that made me laugh the most. Um, huh. and it's kind of a, in the style of a, a let's play video, but told in character as the character he's controlling in the game, which in this particular case is Emperor Palpatine, who wants to go on holiday. Um, and they've made use of the recent DLC pack, which is basically, uh, the Star Wars characters go on, uh, vacation. And so you get, um, he's wearing a swimsuit and Darth Vader's got a, a t-shirt on with the sun set on it and uh, it's things that's uh, content like that it's kind of a jokey game because it's a, it's a family friendly game so they don't take it very seriously and so Bombastic's obviously picked up on that and decides to go with it for this video so um, what do you think? Shall I start? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alright well 14 minutes, I have to say, are following Lego characters, mainly Palpatine, around on this sandy planet, accompanied by Darth Vader in a T-shirt. Um, yeah, I think what was truly amazing is how this narrator, Andrew, I don't know what his surname is, um, keeps this monologue going in all these different accents. I mean, he's clearly a total star wars junkie and i'm guessing someone that you probably followed for quite some time too damien i'm guessing i don't know i've only um, just discovered him when i found this video oh well there you go um, i will be from now on though i'll be keeping an eye on what he does yeah well i you know clearly he's got a, a huge amount of background knowledge on all things um star wars but you know what i was quite interested to see that this guy had started out on gta 5 and actually was on the machinima channels too before moving into what clearly appears to be his kind of main love of, of Star Wars. Um, although uh, I think what's interesting here is he does appear to be trying to develop his channel to show that his interests are varying with new games. Um, so he's kind of done this recent reveal of who he is in real life kind of thing. And that's going to, according to him, enable him to go to various cons and such, if not show slightly more mature content. Um, but I have to confess, I'm not massively sure on that. Um, I have to say 14 minutes of this is kind of way too long for me on this, mainly because of all the zooming around with the camera. 
which to me was just numbing and exhausting to watch. I mean, 14 minutes, it really felt like half an hour of, you know, because you have to concentrate so much to see what he's doing and the lightsabers flashing all over the place. And, you know, he's running around in circles and, and you know, you're trying to keep up with, with what's going on. But the other side of that is that there are so many in-jokes around the Star Wars canon, which um, evidently link um, to those that kind of regularly follow his channel as well. So he's kind of keeping different threads going, I would say, from other things that he's done that actually I was really struggling to keep up. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not the self-confessed fan of all things Star Wars that you guys are. Um, and I, you know, I haven't seen this kind of work before. And that kind of makes it quite difficult to access it as a as a sort of a non-follower. Um, because I think what's evident here is this guy clearly thinks he's having a conversation with his audience, um, which is so evidently threaded from video to video to video on his channel. Um, and looking at what he's done, I would guess that that really means he kind of grew his followers a very long time ago. And my guess is the reason he's starting to think about how how he's developing who he is on this sort of channel is because that he's realized he's he's kind of got to think about how he branches out um and maybe finds new audience um because my thoughts are that what he's doing is it very much his success very much depends on keeping that audience with him um so i can certainly appreciate the detail that's gone into into this and you know the different characterizations on the on the voice. I mean, Christy must be absolutely exhausted having having attempted to do it. And I think he says somewhere that his, he he it took him several days to kind of recover his voice from trying to do it. <laughs> but you know, it's it's um it it's fun, it's chaotic, it's zany. Um and I think it's quite distinctive um because it's unique to him as a as a let's play approach. Um, I got a question for you though, because I don't I don't fully know the answer to this. Bearing in mind how long this guy went on for, how much planning actually goes into this kind of production? And and do you think there is actually a goal for the storytelling, or is it just purely an improv performance <laughs> that we're witnessing here? Because it looks to me like there's a lot more uh that's gone into it than just the mayhem that you see on the screen but i really don't know for sure if that's the case i would say that he would have to know the game pretty well to at least pick out the characters and the locations he's going to use and sort of the npcs he's going to interact with um so he's obviously spent a lot of time just playing it and exploring and seeing what's there but i kind of get the impression that there's at least it's fairly improvised as he's going along because because of the way that the things when he's going around and sort of smashing things up whatever happened the other he's kind of relying on how the other character is going to react for the joke so he has to go with that because they may not necessarily react the way he wants if he starts planning it out in detail i mean i would not use this game for um my star wars projects because i like to have the complete control over everything although i personally am kind of intrigued to at least try and do something with this game just to see mm. um but i wish you yeah. would i'd like to see that all right, we'll see what I can come up with. Okay, but yeah, that's my answer to your question. 
Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. That, yeah. would be, yeah. that would be my guess as well, Tracy, that this would, mm. seems like uh, that this performer, he falls into the same tradition as Gray Still Plays, who we've covered some of his work before. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a guy that does a lot of this style of, of work, mostly in Roblox. Um, I think he goes by the handle Flamingo, younger guy, young audience. Um, and it is, it's, it's there when they present on YouTube, typically if they're not live streaming, if it's an edited video like this, it's from a much longer improvised edit. And actually these guys who are making decent money at this, they have someone else who cuts it up and edits it for them. They don't even have to do that themselves. Oh. This is, this is edited from a much, much longer performance. I'm, I'm certain of that. And yeah, I think it's largely improvised. Like Damien said, you know, He's got to know his way around the game. He's got to know how to control the characters and have some reasonable idea of what's going to happen. But in terms of narrative plotting, my guess would be zero. That he's got a general premise. Ha ha, the Emperor is going to take Vader on holiday. And then that's it. That's all he needs. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then he's just improvising all these scenarios. And I think one of the things that makes him distinctive from some of the others in that space is, is the different voices. Um, you know, I mean, he's he's not a. They're not like you know a pro grade impressionist would do or anything along those lines, but they're distinct enough to where, it's it's I think, for the kind of audience for this, it's entertaining, and and, you know, shakes it up a little bit. It's definitely not my cup of tea. Uh, I I couldn't I couldn't take fourteen minutes of it either, but. <laughs> I know that there are younger audiences out there who just lap this stuff up or who will watch a guy like this on a live stream on either Twitch or sometimes streaming right on YouTube. And it goes for hours. And sometimes the, a lot of times when I've seen my daughter watching it, she'll have that window open and then she's working on something on the left-hand side of the screen. So it's almost like, radio. you know, flipping on the TV or radio just to, in the background and they're just watching it. I don't think it's... Yeah. It's not the kind of watching I think that that requires or provokes a whole lot of engagement. Uh, now it doesn't mean that they won't get comments and stuff like that, but I mean in terms of you know really paying close attention uh, to what's happening is isn't really the objective uh, for this. Uh, and there there is there's an audience for this entertainment. It's not me. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I look at this as this is somebody who's who's doing the grind and it, it, it may not even be, I think a lot with a lot of these guys and gals, the longer they do this, uh, it's not as fun for them as as it might appear. Uh, it's work. And it is. It's tiring. Um so I, but I think that he's, he's probably, I think you're right, Tracy, he probably does have, he's starting to think in terms of objectives and going somewhere else with it. And he's got some chops to keep up, you know? I mean, if someone's, if someone's trying to do stand-up comedy, they're going to clubs and they're, they're, they're right. performing, 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 getting their shtick, if you will. Mm -hmm. And this is, this feels like that to me, that this is just a, one of probably many chapters of things like this that he's doing. And he's, yeah. you know, the more you do improv, the better you get at it, the less, uh, the, the better you are at it. Now he's like Damien said, he's still performing, 
in an environment that he doesn't have a lot of control over. So it's almost like the man on the street camera kind of interviews yeah. and stuff when they do those for the tonight show or late night shows like that. There's a lot of tape on the cutting floor when they're done, you know, a lot of stuff they can't use just to get a few funny bits. And that's what this game is too. I think right. Right. game, not meaning yeah. the game, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this, right. this, uh, this, this practice, this craft. Look at the range uh, from the voice in the hollow, which we started out at the beginning of the month to this film, one heavily crafted, created, carefully choreographed, motion captured to one that is done almost offhand, as you say, a performance, a stand-up performance full of zany energy and stuff like that. So the range of machinima is really interesting uh, this month of our choices this month. You pretty much said everything that I thought uh, in a more kind fashion, <laughs> I think. Um, 14 minutes is much, much too long for this sort of zany stuff. And the quirky camera, I, th I think he could have really, really helped himself if he would have not had the camera with the same kind of energy as the performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because it, it takes away your ability to focus. Yeah, my um, eyeballs were in knots with it. Right, exactly. So, And you get tired. You get visually tired of watching. So you end up not paying attention to this person. It just becomes a person on the sidewalk rambling, you know, and you just pay no attention to it. So I think those are craft mistakes that he needs to fix in order to get people to focus in on his humor um because obviously there's some very funny stuff the insider quality of it is hard to appeal to a wider audience but then again he's not doing that he's appealing to a certain yeah. kind of audience but i think craft wise fix the camera make it shorter and sweeter and then i i, I think i would have enjoyed it then instead of tuning it out halfway through yeah you know that's what's interesting is is the the format and the length um, made it something that that wasn't for me but if you just take essentially he's he's telling one joke in about 50 different ways right right Peter and, and the emperor on holiday and it would be interesting and actually now that youtube has that youtube shorts thing something that might be interesting uh for this uh what, what's the performer's name again damien i'm sorry uh bombastic bombastic what might be interesting for him is Okay, so he's got these longer form things where it's almost like Seth MacFarlane telling the same joke over and over like too many times, mm -hmm. as he does in Family Guy, he tends to do. Uh, it To do a short where it just find one perfect, succinct telling of that and tell it in 60 seconds. Because that's going to attract a different audience or maybe even attract more people to his longer form stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, without them having to experience the longer form stuff before they know if they like it. So anyway, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon. That's for sure. And I think so that, that younger audience has a lot more tolerance, Ricky, for that. I agree. The yeah. jarring camera stuff. Um, and I'm not saying that we're old, but it, it's just a different way that's, that's targeted towards right. the younger thing. Even in, even in TV commercials, there's the, the rate of energy of, camera movements and scene changes and things like that is so rapid today compared to if you watch commercials from the 80s or even the early 90s you know and You're so right. some of that is just the whole 
everybody's attention's moving that way. And for, for whatever reason, they think, they, the producers think, well, that's how we keep their attention. Just keep moving, just keep moving, just keep moving. But there's I think a, there's a point where it's like, eh, come there's on. There's a, a scene from a film with Liam Neeson in, and it's just one scene. He runs up, jumps on a crate and over a fence near the side. And it's about three or four seconds long, this sequence, and there's 18 camera angles on it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. But he has a very particular set of skills. Well, I think that was the film, actually. <laughs> my, my wife and I were scrolling down the Amazon video homepage last night, and there was like three or four different Liam Neeson films in different rows. Yeah. Different films, but all with him. The oh. commuter, the, the Taken 2, that's, that's all the same. Like Every time exactly. I'd get one, I'd just go, I have a particular set of skills. My wife's like, shut up! Stop! <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah there I, are I, certain I... people that never play a different character, do they? No. But, um, <laughs> I think, you're right, this this video was too long. And some of the others I watched, they felt a bit too long. I think about five minutes, you could have done a lot better. Yeah. Um, because yeah. you could still tell a, a decent story about the emperor going on holiday uh, smashing up people's sandcastles without sure. showing up, smashing up every single sandcastle. Um, you, you'll still get the points for it. I just found it interesting that someone was making machinima beyond that one minute video using this game because it's it's not designed for it. Yeah. I mean, right. you, you're talking about the camera and it's, you're right, it's very energetic but that's the only camera control you get. There's no there's no oh. photo mode. I was wondering video about that how much control he even has over that. Probably very little. Yeah. yeah. However, however, even with that kind of camera done in four minutes or five minutes, it's much more acceptable in 14 minutes. Yeah. Because as Tracy so well pointed out, your eyes just go wonky after a period of time. Yeah. And maybe that wouldn't happen in a shorter version of it. Plus, you'd be able to appreciate the humor more. Once you get to a certain point, I just didn't follow what he was saying. Yeah. I didn't understand the joke because it was the same thing. Or it was like, it's like taking a Marx Brothers film and one little piece that they do and then doing that over and over again for 14 minutes. You just sort of lose interest, I think, in it. Yeah, I think that's Even fair. though they're going crazy, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I thought it was an interesting pick and I'm glad you, you chose it. Well, thank you. I'm glad you uh, enjoyed at least some of it. <laughs> it was a good pick because it gives us a counterpoint to the other machinima that yes. we're looking at as well. So I think that's yeah. really important that we yes. keep that counterpoint and the different types of content that people are right. creating. Exactly. And this this type of of film occupies a lot of viewing hours on the, mm -hmm. on the platforms. So it's yep. it's a thing that's out there. So He's tell got... us, folks, listeners. Tell us, are we all bunch of old fogies? <laughs> are we not understanding something that's super cool? Let us know. Talk at completelymachinima.com. Uh, Damien, you had a final thought? What was that? Uh, no, I, I was, I've lost it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Anyway, uh, take a look at this full film. It was So I Tried to Take a Holiday by Bombastic. 
Very interesting, uh, funny film. Uh, we'll have show notes on completelymachinima.com. And as I said, you can contact us at talk at completelymachinima.com. And don't forget our news, uh, which has moved to the blog. Tracy's been putting some really interesting technology news uh, there. I've been trying to add some stuff. I wanted to do more on it. Um, so check out with us. Uh, we This is the end of uh, January, our last ring. We're going to start for February in our third season. So congratulations, everyone. Thanks for your time, and we'll see you next month. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.